Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about picking the right shoe. So important, especially when you're working out or for everyday daily activities. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We really appreciate you swinging by and checking out this episode. We got a great topic to talk about today, something that everybody likes to to have, great Mm -hmm. shoes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But before we jump into that, just want to give you a quick reminder to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Check out all of our curated content that we have there, including these podcasts, all of our workout videos, which you can filter, sort, look for your favorite kinds of workouts, as well as an opportunity to sign up for our newsletter. Uh, just enter your email inter- excuse me, enter your email address, and uh, you will get our newsletter weekly with our latest content, as well as checking out our Facebook page where you can get in touch with us. We love being in touch with you socially on social, social excuse me, the social networks, and Facebook is our favorite. So if you get a chance, swing by there. And last but not least, our YouTube channel where we have mm. all of our workouts as well. So any way you can find us, please do. <laughs> so uh, today's topic, we kind of we did a podcast a while back on feet ailment, mm-hmm. I believe. Yes. And uh, we, started, we started talking about shoes. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of something that came up. And we thought it'd be a great podcast to do on its own. Mm-hmm. So Meredith, I'm going to hand it over to you. <laughs> And uh, kind of get your thoughts on why these <laughs> shoes, why, why having good shoes is important. Well, like you just said, I think that was a great intro into it. We've brought up footwear many times when we've talked about foot ailments, when we've talked about balance, um, all the different activities that we do. A lot of times I'll bring up, you know, make sure you're wearing proper shoes. So why not actually talk about what makes a proper shoe not just for working out but for everyday use what should you have on your feet it's very important and i know we did a vlog once where that was the big thing i said look down look at your feet not just the foot in general but what is on your foot let's think about that and how far that goes as far as um, keeping you safe and that's basically what we want to do is not only to keep your foot comfortable but to keep you safe overall in proper footwear that look good too i know (laughs) i know we want that too so yes all of that but really it comes down to safety and what we have on our feet to keep ourselves safe and balanced and upright (laughs) now i i do will say uh, everybody listening that you do get comments on your shoes. I do. On our, on the, <laughs> on our workout many. videos, which is su- surprising, but I, I guess know, we shouldn't be surprised. people look at them, I guess. Yeah, I know. I find it surprising a little bit, too, just because um, I guess I've done that as well, right? You see someone with nice shoes and you do ask them, what, what are you wearing? Um, but yes, we do get a lot more than I ever thought we would. And people asking, what type of shoe do you have? What What is your favorite shoe things like that so mm-hmm. yes and just to know we are open to sponsorships so Nike, yes Adidas, if you're listening new balance let, let us know we'll gladly endorse exactly <laughs> i'll wear it all day yeah exactly um so in your experience many years of experience in working with people of many ages mm-hmm. um what kind of shoes do you see out there do people have the right shoe are they wearing the wrong shoe what what have you seen 
I've seen it all across the boards. Of course, um, I shouldn't generalize, but it seems like younger like to go with the more stylized and the colors that they like and, um, you know, what's the brand of choice that they think is the, the, the cool brand, not so much what is going to protect my foot and think long-term what is going to be best for my foot <laughs> um, mm-hmm. long-term and what is this doing to my foot long-term like not even thinking about workout shoes thinking about these wonderful high heels that uh, so many of us like to wear and knowing the pain and agony it causes on the foot when you're wearing it at the moment but long-term what that does to your foot is amazing Um, So thinking in that general term, in uh, flip-flops and sandals that we love so much at all ages, um, what those do to your feet and don't do for your foot as far as support and causing huge uh, trip hazards. Um, So yeah, it, it kind of runs across the board as far as young and old. Young seem to go for more of the... The way they look, older people do too, so I can't just say it's the young ones. Mm-hmm. So, um, but older people don't necessarily know what what is the proper shoe to put on their foot. They most likely know I should not wear a heel because I don't feel balanced in it anymore, something like that. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't wear a flip-flop because I feel that I'm going to um, either slip out of it or, or fall on something. Um, but they don't know as far as the other part of the shoe what what they should be wearing unless they've seen a podiatrist or someone who is taking care of their feet and is recommending things for them. But even in that sense, uh, I'll go probably against many podiatrists um, and people who see them out there. I've seen improper shoes on people who were recommended those shoes from their doctor (laughs) or so I, I mm. don't know, yeah, what if sometimes it is sponsorship that they get. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. And they end up yeah, saying, you need to wear this $600 orthotic and pair of shoes on top of it. So um, mm-hmm. it's not always what's best for your foot. So <laughs> Yeah, and, um, you know, let's talk about how overwhelming it can be when you walk into a shoe store. Oh, it's over the top, overwhelming, because there's so many now, right? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) what, like, you know, you walk into a shoe store, and it's overwhelming just to even, where do you even start with all these shoes, you know? I mean, it could be very overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, What what are some of the things that, you know, we should look at Mm -hmm. first? Uh, There's so many, obviously, varieties of shoes out there, but what what are kind of the core important ideas to look so at when you're I'll, looking for a I'll good shoe. I'll kind of go through my little, my little list. I have, of course, multiple things and then different things to add to them. But um, starting with the sole of the shoe, um, and this is where I'll go against probably a lot of the podiatrists and people who recommend certain shoes, but the sole should be semi-flexible and towards the middle part of that. So you've got very sturdy on the ball of the foot, the front part, the heel of the foot, but there should be slight flexibility in that center part. So when you're actually walking and moving in that shoe, you can get a natural gait going. Um, A lot of shoes that I'll see some seniors wearing are hard as a rock. I mean, they, they, they remind me of a Frankenstein shoe. It's like they clop down. There's Mm. no give to them at all. And when I'll say, go onto the balls of your foot, when we're doing heel raises, seated and standing, either, or 
I say try and go not on your tippy toes, but on the ball of the foot, if your shoe allows, because there are so many shoes that they're being told to wear that have no give that they literally can't get their arch to move at all. They can't go onto the ball of their foot, which I find very odd because you can't walk that way. Mm. <laughs> you either tend to slip and slide your feet because you don't have um, bend in the foot or you pick them up from the knee, you know, or basically from the hip flexor. That's why they hurt so bad. And then you're clopping your foot down. Um, so you're not getting a natural gait, nice natural walk. So trying to get a little bit of flexibility um, in the midsole, the inner part where your arch is, is probably the first thing you would look, but sturdy in the other parts, the mm -hmm. front and back. Mm -hmm. um, the size, of course, finding a shoe that fits your foot correctly. So if you go and shop for one, do an afternoon or evening after you've been on your feet for the bulk of the day. If you've done your daily walk, then go. Don't go early in the morning because your feet actually do swell and spread throughout the day. So going to shop for that shoe later on in the day is better. Hmm. And getting sized every single time you go. Even if you went two weeks ago, get sized again and see where your foot is at because they're constantly changing shape and size, either width or length. So getting your foot sized from the professional that's in the shoe store, wherever you're choosing to go. Um, if one foot is larger than the other, pick the larger shoe. <laughs> um, and I know this, I have one foot that's a half size larger than the other. So I can't, as much as I'd want to go with the smaller foot, because the smaller shoe might be a little bit cuter looking on my foot, I have to go with the larger. Because you have to entertain both feet, right? <laughs> and you have to buy the shoes as a pair. So you're buying a set, so go with the larger one when it comes to size. And again, look at width and length. Don't just look at the size eight shoe or whatever it is do you need a wide and that's where the professional at the shoe store that's sizing you should be able to tell you that your foot is wider nothing wrong with that especially knowing that if you're going to use this for physical activity that your foot spreads every impact you make on the ground so you need that that wider shoe and that's good that you know that right um, next, a closed heel, of course. We don't like that one so much, but that goes along with the size. You have a tendency, if it's an open heel or even just a sling back um, in a, a strap, even if it's a sandal, male and female, um, you can slip out of that just like a shoe that's too big for your foot. It's the same exact thing. And you can't be slipping around in your shoe because what's going to happen? You're going to fall. <laughs> And that's the number one thing we're trying to prevent, basically, when we're trying to get proper footwear on your feet, um, is not falling. So having a closed heel is next. Mm -hmm. um, going with the, the weight of the shoe, and that goes back to the first point we made, kind of with the flexible sole. So a lot of those shoes are heavy, and that's not easy for a senior to walk around in this heavy, bulky shoe. Really look at the weight of the shoe. Um, I, they've come, they've made strides, no pun intended, but they've made strides with the weight of shoes. They're super, super lightweight, but giving you all of the ample support that you need now, um, I think it's quite amazing. So, so picking one that has everything we've talked about so far, along with holding it, feeling that weight, putting it on your foot, standing in it, walking in it in the store, seeing how it fits and feels, 
Um, and you're wearing the socks that you're going to wear every day. So don't go in nylons and then say, well, I'm going to be wearing this uh, inch thick sock most of the time, but I wore these. It's not going to feel the same. It's not going to fit the same, etc." So make sure you have those socks that you're wearing every single day. Mm. Um, your compression socks, if you're wearing those and a sock over the top of that, go in that attire, basically. <laughs> So going in, you know, thinking this is what the shoe I'm going to be wearing. So being prepared for all of that, right? That's interesting. Um, <laughs> you bring the weight of a shoe. I remember I bought my last workout shoes and they were so light. I was like, I should, these should be more heavy because they're expensive. Right, exactly. <laughs> There's nothing to them, right? <laughs> so you're right. They have made so much strides in mm -hmm. the, the weight of these shoes. Yeah. And, that, and you also mentioned socks. Um, yes. You know, uh, are those important as well, as just yes, as important as the shoe? Definitely. You need a sock, um, obviously, thinking about the inner part of your shoe. So the sole of the shoe is as important as the outer part, and that sounds weird. But if you're wearing a certain sock inside of your shoe, and say it's a leather insole, um, your foot can slide around. Even if that shoe holds on to your foot very well, you can still slip just enough that's going to cause possible... Um, not only pain and, and, and um, ailments in your feet or foot, but it's going to cause possible falls because you're slipping in that shoe, no matter if it fits or not. So your sock can just rub just enough on that inner sole. So make sure the, the inner part um, is a good material that's going to adhere to whatever sock it is that you're wearing and putting in that shoe, especially if you're only wearing compression stockings and you're not putting a sock over that. Those have a tendency to be very slippery. Um, so you have to make sure the, the inner part of your shoe is working with <laughs> that compression stocking basically. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, I think that there's a one issue that we may all struggle with, uh, some more than others is when is it time to replace your shoes? I know. Uh, when you, when you <laughs> give up on them and go to the next pair. All right. <laughs> That's a tough one. It usually comes down to wear and tear, obviously. But a lot of times when you start feeling things, not only in your feet, but in your ankles, your shins, your calves, your Achilles, your knees, your hips, why are you starting to feel these things in your body? Is there something wrong? Is your gait changing? It could actually be your shoes that they need to be changed. They've lost whatever it is that they're trying to do, keeping you sturdy, giving you slight flexibility and bounce and buoyancy in your stride, but enough um, ability to hold you in place, that could be wearing away. You know, the cushioning is completely gone that it had, and that's what? More impact on your joints, bones, body, everywhere. Mm -hmm. So listening to your body, not just your feet, um, is a is a good peace of mind way to look at I need to change my shoes and I usually once my hips knees or I start getting shin splints just from the easiest things doing I know okay that's when I need to uh it's time to look for new shoes mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah uh it's it's always hard when to make that decision because it is that kind of leads me into the next question is how much should I spend on <laughs> new shoes? Oh, uh, yeah. you know, in U.S. dollars, we are in the U.S. Yes. What yes. are we looking at? I mean, should we be doling out hundreds of dollars for these workout shoes? Or should we just, you know, go medium of the road here? I know. What, what's your suggestion? The bigger the price does not mean the better the shoe. 
do know that. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like I said with orthotics, where you can order them um, specialized to your foot. And a lot of times with that, if it's through your podiatrist or specialty doctor, your insurance will help with those. But those can run upwards 400 plus. I've heard people spending close to $1,000 and them not doing anything. Wow. Then going to their local store and buying some, and those being the ones that they got for twelve ninety nine that actually worked when they just spent six hundred dollars or more, um, and that was with insurance helping out. So don't don't think just because of the price that means it's going to be a better product. Um, do your do you your due diligence mm-hmm. when it comes to it and know that the process should take time. Don't go in and say those are pretty. Yeah, it feels pretty good let's let's go with those and it's a good price or or those are expensive they must be better um take your time with it um feel the shoe on your foot i love um which i've mentioned them before i particularly like new balance because when i put most of their shoes on my foot it feels like i've worn that shoe for a long time i like that feeling um instead of when you put a shoe on you say okay let me let me walk in this for a few days. Let me work out in this a few times and my foot will kind of adhere to this shoe. It shouldn't be like that. <laughs> you shouldn't go, ooh, this is this doesn't feel good, but give it time. It will. It may not be the right shoe for your foot. Know that every manufacturer makes their shoes just a little bit different for every different foot there is. There's wide feet. There's no arch. There's high arch. There's low arch. There's you know, pronation in and out. So it it's all different for every manufacturer, what they adhere to and what they're trying to make their shoe fit, what person, what activity, et cetera, what look, mm-hmm. <laughs> what generation. Um, so really taking your time to try on the ones that, that look good to you, yes, but um, feel good for your foot. Mm-hmm. Um, and another point, I know a lot of times when we get older, it's hard to do up laces so that dexterity does go away. And there's a lot of options that are Velcro, which are not always the best because they don't. They, you can't tighten it all the way. You either have one large piece of Velcro or two smaller ones. Um, so it's not actually getting that shoe tight to your foot like a lace does. But I've worked with... Um, clients in the past to have elastic laces. So they basically, and I actually had a pair when I used to run because I like the ease of just slipping a shoe on and having it ready to go. (laughs) Um, Not that I can't do laces, but I just, I like it nice and quick and then pull them off and you're ready to go. Um, So they have these elastic laces. So you still have the ability to tighten the shoe all the way from towards your toe region, right? Like laces work all the way up to wherever the shoe ends. Um, And you can easily work with that with any dexterity issues that you have. It's basically like slipping a shoe on like a Velcro shoe and just pulling this little tab that tightens the laces. Um, so you don't have to worry about the actual tying and pulling of, of laces. So that's Mm. another point, just because I know a lot of times we go, okay, they're older, put them in a Velcro shoe isn't always the best. There's still a lot of slippage in that shoe. So, Mm. yeah, I think that's something (laughs) that we kind of overlook too is, do I do laces? Do I do uh, Velcro right. straps? Yeah. yeah. Um, would you recommend having different pairs of shoes for different activities? 
uh, you know, your walking shoe, your indoor exercising shoe yeah. or something like that. Definitely. I, mean, I just think it's great to have those options. It's great to um, be able to change up, of course, your look, but it's it's good to have multiple pairs ready to go um, in different scenarios and knowing that they're all the proper attire that you're, you're going to use. So um, around the house, that's a good point, like not even for working out, but just your around the house shoes. A lot of people uh, like to wear just socks around the house, but you need to get some with some little grip on the bottom because you could slip if you've just got socks and you're walking, you know, on your tile, your hardwoods or something like that. Um, So being mindful of that. If you have slippers, get one that goes over the entire foot and that fits you just like um, a shoe does. Don't get just the to put your foot in it like I have on my feet right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you wear the ones that go all the way around the foot that stay secure on your feet because a lot of the times we have a tendency, especially if we're indoors, which we are a lot right now, um, to wear these either socks or your slippers, slip-on shoes, um, indoor shoes, whatever you choose to call them, for most of the day. So make sure they are proper and they are keeping you safe. Um, I'm not so much saying that they have to have complete support, but if it's a sock, make sure it has grips on it and it's you're not going to slip and slide and fall. And same with the, the slipper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's such great advice. Um, you know, what, what, what kind of closing arguments do you have on picking the right shoe here? Because it can be very overwhelming. I know. It, it is taking your time. Um, and hopefully you'll find... A shoe store that's not a major chain that um, they're really not specializing in your foot and what you're looking for. Um, being able to go somewhere and and finding someone who is going to pay attention to what you're looking for, taking the time with you to size your foot properly, to help you and not get frustrated when you ask to try on 26 pairs because that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it takes sometimes, and maybe none of those are going to work. But when you do find one that really, really works and you realize that this is a good shoe, you've given it time, buy multiples. I've done that many times because they constantly change the shoes, which, of course, companies have to do. But it becomes, you know, the 5, becomes the 6, becomes the 10 within the next year. And they change them. Sometimes even the soles, the inner part of that shoe, just enough that all of a sudden that shoe that you loved, it's the same name, same brand, is going to fit different. So if you found that in the Generation 6, whatever brand it is, maybe buy two or three pairs of it and have them as your backups. So when that one does go out or go online and then you know which shoe it is, go to your your big name brand sites online and and order a couple of them. That same exact color brand, everything. So you know you're getting the same shoe. Um, But then you'll have backups ready to go and you won't have to continually try to um, find a shoe that fits, but do continually get size just to see if your foot is changing. If that shoe does start to feel weird for whatever reason, get your foot sized. So mm-hmm. it takes time. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. my closing argument. Take the time. Take the time. Um, and effort and energy. And don't think that the more you spend is the better shoe that you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, that, those are all great tips. And a lot of them I didn't even think about, um, you know, the shape of your foot as you as you run, as you walk, flattens out. I mean, these are right. all things we should know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you out there are 
stuck on getting shoes, uh, you know, reach out to us. Let us know. If you have questions, hit us mm-hmm. up on Facebook. Send us an email. We want to know. We want to learn from you on what your challenges and struggles are with finding the right shoe. Because yeah. uh, it's important to everybody, especially if you're trying to stay active. Um, so hopefully you found this podcast mm-hmm. helpful to you. If you have any questions, like I said, reach out. Don't forget to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com, and sign up for that newsletter and get our content delivered to your email inbox weekly. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can't wait to hear from you Mm -hmm. folks. So till the next episode, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.